Hi there, I'm Father Matt Kovisk and I'm the rector of St. Mary's Anglican Church in Verdun. On this day, in my two southern points of Malin and Reston, we've transferred or moved our Harvest Thanksgiving feast to this Sunday. Now, you might be wondering why I would do this, for, you know, Father Matt, Thanksgiving was two weeks ago. Well, I took a bit of a break on Harvest Thanksgiving and went on a trip to Ontario. And also because two weeks ago, we couldn't be assured that the harvest would be safely gathered in ere the winter storms begin, to quote the famous Thanksgiving hymn, Come Ye Thankful People Come. Now, as I've said many, many times in my pulpits and possibly in these recorded broadcasts, I'm a city boy. To be frank with you, I didn't truly understand this Feast of Harvest Thanksgiving until I moved to rural Manitoba. Sure, churches that I had been a part of always decorated the church with things from gardens, etc. But to me, at least, I really had no connection with farmers of the harvest. Now, obviously, moving out to a four-point parish in rural Manitoba into farming country, where people live by seasons of the year, planting in spring and harvesting in the fall, has changed my view of Harvest Thanksgiving forever. We see the harvest in front of our own eyes, and we pause for a moment to give thanks to God for the blessings of this life. And that, my friends, needs no special holiday for that to happen. We should be a people of grateful hearts, whether it's on the second weekend in October, the fourth Thursday in November, what I like to call Thanksgiving, or any other day of the year. But just how do we do that? Well, I think that looking towards the book of Deuteronomy might help us as we seek to give thanks for all the blessings of this life. In case you want to follow along at home, we're reading Deuteronomy 26, verses 1 to 11. Now, in this reading, we hear how the people of Israel were given specific directions as to how to present the first fruits of what they've been given. The offering is given to the priest, then the worshiper responds with recounting the stories of Abraham, yes, that patriarch, and the Exodus, the leaving of Egypt. Wait, wait a second, they were asked to recount the stories of where they've come from? Why would they be asked to do that? Well, think about it this way. We recount things all the time in order to help us remember. Whenever I leave my house, I have a list of things that I need to remember. Keys, wallet, cell phone. We tell stories of our past in order to help us remember what has happened in the past. We pass down family histories orally or through stories. And in the case of the people of Israel, recounting the stories of Abraham and the Exodus reminded them of where they came from. And by recounting these stories, they were reminded that the gifts that they received at the hands of God were just that, gifts. The people of Israel were not the source of what they have received. They had to be reminded of the ways in which God worked in the old times and how God still worked in their own lives. They had to be reminded of the faithfulness of God in their own lives. Our God is a faithful God. Our God is a generous God, is a loving God. God holds nothing back from us. What we have is God's and has been given to us for a time. As we read in First Chronicles, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, forever and ever. All that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. All things come of thee, and of thine own have we given thee. 
that appears in First Chronicles, but many Anglicans know it from the offertory. Whenever we gather for the Holy Communion, the presider, the priest, stands at the altar and says those words, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, forever and ever. So, what can you and I, as 21st century Christians, take from this passage this morning? Well, we can forget about practicing lives of gratitude so easily. And gratitude can easily become for us nothing more than a list of things that we're thankful for when asked by our parents to list things that we're grateful for around the kitchen table. It can also be a source of feelings of spiritual inadequacy. What happens when we can't think of anything to be thankful for? And yes, this can happen in the Christian life especially when we find ourselves in the valley of the shadow of death. However, this reading reminds us that it's, gratitude is much more than just lists. Gratitude is more than just listing off things every once in a while. That's what the world around us think gratitude is. Nothing more than a list of stuff that we have. I'm thankful for my car. I'm thankful for my PS4. The idea of gratitude should be a way of life that places God and not ourselves at the center. The way of gratitude should grow out of God's faithfulness to the house of Israel. And this we see in our reading from Deuteronomy. The world around us wants us to focus on the lists. Lists involve stuff, and when we think about stuff, we seem to want more of it. However, in this reading from Deuteronomy, God reminds us that he wants us to focus on gratitude for life itself and for the gift of life that he has given us and the gift of the land that he has given us. We read in Deuteronomy 26, Remember, I gave you this land. The challenge in all of this of God is simple yet difficult, considering the world around us. You and I, from time to time, need to rethink our gratitude, asking questions like, what are you grateful for? Are you grateful for stuff? Or are you grateful for people? Are you grateful for the things that make our life convenient, like our cars, playstations, all that stuff? Or are we thankful for the gift of life itself? For the experiences that we have with others? So my friends, on this day where my two southern points will give thanks for the blessings of the harvest, let us remember the gifts that God has given each one of us. Gifts of grace, gifts of mercy, gifts of other people in our lives. Let us remember that practicing a life of gratitude is much more than lists. And let us remember that God in the Christian thought process and in the Christian practice of gratitude should be at the center of everything. For as I mentioned before, First Chronicles tells us, All things come of thee, O Lord, 
and of thine own have we given thee. Let us give thanks for all the gifts that we have given by God, now and forevermore. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. <laughs>